Hello everybody uh, and Kia Ora. Today we will focus um, on an Austroids report uh, that proposes a set of symbols for low and uh, zero emission vehicles and associated charging and refueling infrastructure um, to be used on road signs and road marking in Australia and New Zealand. Um, almost 200 people are registered for today's session. Uh, thank you for your interest and welcome. My name is Ekaterina, I'm a communications officer at Austroads, and I will be moderating today's session uh, together with one of our presenters, Paul Heiss. Paul will moderate uh, the Q&A at the end of the webinar. First of all, I would like to acknowledge the Australian Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people as the custodians of the land from which we are broadcasting today. I pay my respect to all this past, present and emerging. I also acknowledge the Treaty of Waitani and Maori as the original people of New Zealand. A little bit about Austroads. Uh, we are the collective of uh, Australasian transport and traffic agencies, and our focus is to support our member organizations to deliver an improved road transport network. The project that we are focusing on today uh, was delivered under the Future Vehicles and Technology Program, which is managed by BBK Matthews. A bit of housekeeping. Um, so our presenters will speak for about 40 minutes and then we will have a Q&A session for about 15 minutes. Uh, the report and the slides for today's session can be downloaded from the handout section of your sidebar, which you will find on the right-hand side of your screen. Um, to send us your questions for the Q&A, please use the questions icon on that sidebar. If your question relates to any particular slide, um, include the number of that slide in your message to help us answer your question as best as we can. Um, also let us know if you have any technical problems, but just a quick tip, if you lose sound or your picture freezes, uh, the issue is most likely with your internet connection. So closing your browser and rejoining the session uh, via your email registration link usually helps. This session is being recorded and we will let you know when uh, the recording is available on our website. And if you listen to podcasts, you can find Austroads in your podcast app. And it gives me great pleasure uh, to introduce our presenters for today, uh, Paul Heiss, uh, Dr. Robert Cohen and Dr. Clarissa Henn. Uh, we will first hear from Paul Heiss. Paul is the director of uh, FACE Professional. He is a highly experienced uh, intelligent transport systems engineering manager who has broad subject matter expertise uh, in the areas of surveillance, uh, road safety technology and um, autonomous vehicle testing. Our second presenter, Dr. Robert Cohen. Um, Robert is a senior professional leader at the Australian Road Research Board, uh, and he has uh, extensive experience in low and zero emission vehicles, future urban transportation um, and mobility projects, both internationally and in Australia. And our third presenter is Dr. Clarissa Han. Uh, Clarissa is the national leader for sustainability and resilience team at the Australian Road Research Board. Uh, she is responsible for delivering high-profile research on um, climate change adaptation, life cycle um, evaluation of transport options, recycled materials for road infrastructure, and sustainable future mobility solutions. Um, so welcome to all our presenters, uh, and over to you, Paul.
Thank you. Uh, I'm Paul Hayes, as just mentioned, uh, and I was the project manager for this Osroad project. The project, as was stated before, is standard, standardized signage and pavement symbols for low and zero emission vehicles. It was established by Osroads to research, design and develop low and zero emission vehicle related symbols and pavement markings. Uh, on this project, we were lucky enough to have on our working group, Janet Smith, Senior Engineer, Queensland Department of Transport and Main Roads, Jeremy Burden, Manager, Traffic Engineering, Department of Transport, uh, Vic Roads, Victoria, uh, and Greg Nelson, Head of Transport Sustainability, Planning and Investment at Auckland Transport. The Australian Road Research Board, AWRB, was engaged to conduct the research and consult and develop the symbols on behalf of Ausroads. To develop the signage, it, sorry, the development of the signage is designed to reduce confusion for road users and permit agencies to manage enforcement and regulations into the future. Uh, ARB's first task associated with this project was uh, to review existing literature and graphic symbols locally and internationally, and to conduct stakeholder consultations. And you can see from the graph there, there was considerable levels of stakeholder group uh, consultations as part of this process, both in Australia and in New Zealand. The second part was to develop symbols and illustrations for Australia, parking and charging infrastructure. The three key uh, requirements were uh, signage for electric powered vehicles, the vehicles themselves, electric powered vehicle charging, or as the vehicles charge, a symbol for that, charging station for electric powered vehicles like a petrol station. So there were three symbol types required there. The third component of the project was to develop and test symbols for hydrogen fuel, uh, cell, fuel cell vehicles, and symbols for controlling access to lanes and roadways designed for electric and hydrogen fuel cell vehicles specifically. So to present the research and findings, I'd like to introduce Dr. Robert Cohen and Clarissa Han. So I'll, Robert, I'll hand it over to you now, Robert, to go through the report. I hope you can see that uh, presentation. So um, yep. I guided through the first um, part of the presentation, then Clarissa is going to take over for a little bit before I finish um, the last part of the presentation. Um, as Paul mentioned, um, there are a few steps in this project. The first one, um, I just start with a bit of a background on this project. Um, the background would be that, of course, we see electric vehicle sales and um, electric vehicle numbers on the roads and electric vehicle charging station numbers um, going up um, in Australia more or less across the country, especially in the last few years, as, as you can see from these graphs. Since 2019, there's a steep jump in sales of electric vehicles and a similar trend on the right-hand side for the public chargers. And that means that um, as vehicles, as electric vehicle usage is increasing, we need signage to um, support these electric vehicle take-ups. Um, in addition to that, electric um, different jurisdiction, or more or less all of, all of the jurisdiction in Australia, the different states and territories have developed electric vehicle plans and strategies um, to support the electric vehicle take-up. And as um, electric vehicles are taking up and are increasingly used, 
um, standardized signage across Australia to symbolize um, electric vehicles and mobilized charging stations and are like um, are useful and, and necessary to avoid direct user confusion, to avoid that um, different jurisdictions adopt different signage, um, which is inconsistent across um, uh, Australia and also across New Zealand and New Zealand. Um, as Paul mentioned um, at the beginning, there are different categories that um, of signage that we looked at. The first one would be to um, to look at the signage only for an electric powered vehicle, but battery electric vehicle essentially. The second one would be to look at the battery electric vehicle being plugged into a charging station while being charged. And the third one would be um, the electric vehicle charging stations. Those third, uh, those three points are the most important ones and the most urgent ones because we see electric vehicles um, being used increasingly across Australia. And then there are two more categories, the hydrogen fuel cell powered vehicles and the refueling stations um, focus on the hydrogen fuel um, vehicles and then also the lane access for electric powered vehicles and hydrogen fuel cell electric vehicles which is a fifth category that we looked at. Um, I'm stepping you through these uh, different steps that we were that we have taken for this project. The first one was a literature review, both in Australia, New Zealand and overseas to see what signage is out there already. Um, we supported that literature review with stakeholder consultations with um, most of the jurisdiction and also with um, consultation among other associations Chris um, will be presenting a little bit um, about that later on. And then we came um, came up with a guideline to develop signage um, or signage proposals, simple proposals that I will present at the end of um, this presentation. So I want to start with the review of the existing signage and road markings um, for every one of these five signage categories. Looking at the first one, the electric powered vehicle. There are obviously a few signs already in circulation or in use in Australia and New Zealand. Um, one of them is the current sign that is um, in the Australian road rules. This sign, however, is an ISO sign, an international um, standard sign, which is not supposed to be in road rules in the first place. And it's also a discontinued sign. It's not um, really in use anymore. And it used to symbolize that the household plug Household socket is suitable for electric vehicle or plug-in hybrid electric vehicle charging. It's not really considered a suitable symbol at the moment. Um, in addition to that, some states um, have already adopted some signs, some symbols, uh, sorry, for electric vehicles. Um, as you can see here in Queensland, Western Australia, Victoria and South Australia, um, some state they uh, came up with an electric vehicle with a power cord attached to it, which has been put on on some signs, there's also a vehicle picture from the front, not from the side, um, head on view. So that, that's where we can also already see that there's some sort of inconsistency across different states adopting different um, kinds of symbols. Then there is um, the EV symbol. This is actually not a not used on a road sign, but on a um, number plate or on vehicles themselves to identify that vehicle is being um, is an electric vehicle. Um, in Australia, that's the top one, the triangular one, and in New Zealand, that's the bottom one with the letters EV on it. And then we also talked to the MS12 committee, which is the um, standards committee for developing road signs and 
uh, road signs in, in the Australian standards, and they have proposed uh, a symbol like you can see here on the right, which is essentially the current Australian light vehicle symbol with a power cord and plug attached to it. This um, symbol is not yet used anywhere. It's just um, uh, pictured here because um, it was proposed by the standards committee at some point, and we can consider it for um, future adoption in the road rules. If we look internationally, we can see um, yeah, different uh, symbols, obviously. I have just picked a few here from a few different countries. Um, they are all more or less the same, picturing a vehicle and the power cord and plug attached to it. Um, sometimes we can see a specific plug, like on the right-hand side with the UK, the three-prong plug, which is specific to um, the UK. And also we can see um, different types of vehicles being featured depending on what a specific sign should tell. For example, you can use motorcycles instead of cars on a, on a sign. Going to the next um, category, which is the electric vehicle being charged. Again, there is a sign in the current Australian road rules. However, again, this sign is not considered a useful sign. It symbolizes an electric vehicle, it symbolizes a, that a PowerPoint household plug is suitable for electric vehicle charging. It doesn't symbolize really an electric vehicle being charged. Um, so we have to look a little bit further. Some states have already um, adopted signage for saying electric vehicles charging only, but these signs are only um, or mostly text-based. They don't um, use symbols. It's more or less um, a series of text, and there are also different types of signage. There's blue ones and uh, white ones with red text on it. And um, in New Zealand, they don't use any vehicle symbols as such at all. They only use charging station symbols. I get to that a little bit later on. And they only use, uh, also use the charging station symbols on the parking signs, indicating that um, parking while being charged is uh, only allowed at certain locations. Looking internationally, um, again, there's a fairly consistent picture. Um, the overall picture is that normally a electric vehicle symbol is used with addition to uh, in addition to text that um, indicates that an electric vehicle can only be parked at a certain location while being charged. Um, so for example, here in Germany, it's in the UK as well, where we have the, the symbol plus additional text. In the US, there's um, text-based symbols saying electric vehicle charging only or only while charging. Um, there's a few examples, for example, here on the left-hand side in Sweden, where um, there is a symbol that doesn't use any text that um, shows both an electric car and a charging station and the plug connecting the two, um, indicating that this is an electric vehicle being charged or being plugged in at the moment. <clears throat> Going to the third category, the electric vehicle charging station, which is obviously a very important symbol. Um, looking at Australia and New Zealand, there's no such symbol really in Australia already. Um, if there is any of these symbols already used, it's probably taken from internationally or taken from other sources and um, by local councils, for example, and put on a, on a road sign, a parking sign. Um, but New Zealand has already 
adopted these signs in their standards or in their road rules, in their guidelines, um, and they are using this uh, symbol here, which is essentially a cabinet similar to a petrol station with a power cord and plug attached to it on the left-hand side. Um, we see on the left-hand side here, we see the blue signs, which are the information signs, and on the right-hand side, the yellow one is the pavement marking, the same symbol. Um, but there's nothing like that in Australia, um, across the country yet. Looking uh, internationally, there's a, a few different examples here, um, a few different um, ideas. Um, starting on the left here with uh, France and Portugal examples, for example, there is um, a combined sign both with the petrol station and the electric vehicle on it, indicating that there's both um, fuel types available, electricity and uh, petrol diesel. Um, Essentially, the stations um, look fairly similar to our current petrol stations with the power cord and <clears throat> plug replacing the fuel hose and nozzle. Um, in the middle, we can see Chinese Korean signs which have a charging type flash on the, in the middle of the charging station, which is similar to charging mobile phone flash. Um, and it's implied that this is electricity or a charging point. Um, Japan doesn't use really a, doesn't use a station but uses a car um, and uh, on the right hand side the US we can see that sometimes additional signage or additional information is attached to the symbol itself um, which uh, for example on the top right here number one number two in DC indicating the charging power the charging how, how quick um, uh, a vehicle can be charged at a certain location um, Japan Japan does the same thing by saying quick charging or 200 volt charging. <clears throat> so this is an, an addition to the symbol itself. And um, it is fairly common also to use letters EV on a charging station to symbolize, to symbolize the electric vehicle. Um, uh, yeah, related to electric vehicle charging. Now, in addition to these uh, three categories, we looked at the two other ones, which are the fuel cell uh, vehicles and the lane access signs or symbols. Regarding um, these two symbols, there's not so much evidence internationally in Australia of um, how these symbols are used or might look like, um, mainly because uh, for the hydrogen fuel cell powered vehicles, there's, uh, there, the technology is not as mature yet and not as far advanced as the battery electric um, options. But there are a few signs that we can find internationally and also in Australia. In Australia, for example, we have the um, Pentagon here, the yellow one with the H in the middle, which is the equivalent to the blue triangular sign that is used on vehicles, on the number plate of vehicles, to identify that this vehicle is hydrogen fuel cell powered. Um, then the, the fairly yeah, standard option for a standard approach is the one in Germany here, where we have basically a petrol station with a H2 symbol on, on the top left, indicating that this is not normal petrol station, but a hydrogen station. And the H2 symbol seems to be fairly common as well in Japan, um, as seen on a um, hydrogen station there. Um, in the US, we can find a sign with HYD on it, letters, and also written below the sign indicating that's, that it's hydrogen. But um, these are more or less the only options. There's not too many different um, designs that we can find here. And there's certainly no vehicles, vehicle symbols available. They are only referring to the charging state uh, refueling station in this case, um, not to the vehicle themselves. Oh, sorry about that. I think 
hit the wrong button. Okay. Um, for the last category, the line next designs, um, also there's not too much evidence um, that can be found for, for these signs in particular. Um, the consensus seems to be that um, whatever electric vehicle sign is out there, or electric vehicle symbol, such as EV letters, um, they, these symbols are used on signs such as transit lines or bus lines to symbolize that electric vehicle only also use, allowed to use these lines. For example, here in the um, ACT, we have um, zero emission cars written on the sign. In the middle, these are New Zealand signs, um, which have uh, EV written on them or, or for the pavement markings, uh, elongated EV symbol here. And on the right-hand side, we see an example from the UK where we have ZEV, the green circle here, similar as in zero emission vehicles with um, explanatory text in addition to it. The one consideration for these signs is um, that um, it's questionable how useful or how um, necessary these signs are in the future, considering that we have um, a rapid uptake of electric vehicles. And the more electric vehicles we have, the less um, we want electric vehicles to take um, transit lands or to have privileges, because um, eventually it just gets too many, then um, it's, it's more or less, um, these signs are probably more suitable for um, encouraging the uptake in the initial phases of um, electric vehicle adoption rather than um, having this uh, as a permanent solution. So um, I think this concludes the review of the international signers and designers in Australia and New Zealand. And then um, I hand over to Clarissa um, to talk through the next few slides. Good afternoon, everyone. Thanks, Robert. I'm going to talk about the delivery methodology, focus on the uh, industry um, stakeholder consultation. As explained by Paul and Robert, a critical step of this project delivery is to collect um, inputs, um, professional um, opinions, and some assessments from a broader range of stakeholders from both government, industry, and committees, and from the consumer side. So this table lists the jurisdictions or the organizations that our stakeholders are invited from. Basically, it covers all the Austro's jurisdictions and the National Transport Commission. We also get in touch with industry and committees, such as MS-12, uh, which is in charge of the road signs and traffic signals. We've spoken to Federal Chamber of Automotive Ind uh, Industries and Truck Industry Council and the Australia Automobile Association AAA, MT, the charging station mani management software company. We also engaged Tesla Owners Club of Australia as the representative consumers group. Um, if any of these stakeholders are with today's webinar, um, a big thanks to you all. Um, I think we have generated significant amount of inputs from all of these professionals, and we have also consolidated their considerations and key assessment results into a short list in the next slide. So basically, all the stakeholders um, agreed uh, with the urgency to standardize our electric powered vehicle symbols in order to avoid uh, unnecessary inconsistency across the board. And we're suggested to follow the Australian standard 1743. One symbol to cover both category one and category two is preferred. Um, as explained by Robert, category one is electric powered vehicle 
symbols, and category two is electric powered vehicle being charged. And symbols are preferred over text. Um, the consistency we're promoting is um, all the symbols to be designed and selected should be aligned with existing Australian symbols or signage that's already being used and generated positive feedback. So the messages on the symbols need to be readable or clear enough to be seen and distinguished from a distance. And a clear definition of the meaning of many abbreviations such as EV or HYD need to be uh, is required. And the design of the symbols need to be um, future-proofing, as we are all anticipating the future vehicle technologies are developed, such as the wireless charging. And again, the symbols need to be readable by the sensors, cameras, and software for the uh, modern future vehicle technologies. Next slide, please. So uh, following this assessment from the literature review, the review of the uh, leading countries across the world and to the extensive stakeholder consultation, we have proposed and formed this design and pre-selection guidelines um, in order to provide our proposed or recommended symbol list. So I'd like to go through um, these guidelines briefly with all the audience here today. Uh, firstly, uh, we'll follow Australian standards 1743 in terms of the symbol design dimension, color, and shapes. For example, uh, we adopt solid symbols rather than outline form. We match a graphic style of um, all other symbols in the same set. Uh, the diagonal negation slash, uh, slash uh, must be avoided to mitigate the risk of obscuring the key details of any symbols. At this stage, uh, we propose to focus on light vehicles only. Um, other um, large or smaller vehicle types will be considered in a future stage. And we want to ensure the symbol consistency. For example, the hydrogen refueling station um, symbol need to be aligned with the petrol um, bolster symbols. And wherever possible, we prefer to use symbols over text. Um, for example, we use a lightning bolt or flash instead of the letter EV. We only add additional text where absolutely required. Um, some examples like uh, when we talk about access to lands and roadways, some additional text might be required to indicate all the low and zero emission vehicles are included and not to narrow to specific uh, vehicle types. And another example I'm given here is the um, electric power vehicle being charged. Um, more often we found we need a bit of additional text um, to indicate um, only while charged or accepted while charged on top of the uh, electric vehicle, uh, electric powered vehicle symbols. Um, considerations are also given to use consistent symbol for both signage and pavement markings. Of course, pavement markings may require different color scheme and sketch to achieve uh, a proper or correct visual appearance for the drivers. Um, finally, the generalization of the sign design aspect is to achieve a level of weakness in order to ensure the future proofing of the sign design. Uh, for example, we adopt or propose to the head-on vehicle view instead of the side profile view in order to cover all shapes of the light vehicles rather than a specific type such as a sedan or hatchback. So these are the summary of the guidelines that we're going to use to form our selections or um, recommendation.
So I probably just hand back to Robert to continue his discussion of the list of symbols we're going to test. Yeah, thank you, Carlisa. Um, I'm taking over again for the remainder of this presentation, and I'm going to present the recommended symbols that um, we have come up with in this research for all the different sign or symbol categories. Um, first of all, um, of course, we followed the guidelines that Clarissa just talked about um, as much as possible. And we also considered that these um, symbols should be um, possible to be used in both Australia and New Zealand across um, all the jurisdictions. So there shouldn't be any conflicts with um, existing signage, especially as New Zealand has already adopted some of um, uh, the charging station signage. And um, it is also important to note that the symbols that I'm going to present here are just proposals at the moment. Um, they still need to be tested. Um, tested means um, tested according to the Australian standards, as Carissa mentioned before, um, where we shortlist the signs and where we do a public uh, survey to test the understanding of the different symbols. Um, this has already been done, but it's not um, been published yet. Um, you can uh, have a look at that once uh, the results are out. So I'm only presenting the symbols or the shortlisted symbols that you come up with in the different categories in this presentation. For the first category, the electrified vehicle, these are, these are the different um, most suitable symbols that we propose. Um, on the right-hand side, you see two different symbols that I already mentioned before. Um, the far right one is the one already used in some of the jurisdictions where we have the um, newer style electric vehicle with a power cord and plug um, below it. The second to right one is the one proposed by the signage, um, by the MS12 uh, Road Signage Committee, the Senate's Committee. And on the left-hand side, we see options with a charging type flash on it rather than a cable and a power cord. Um, with the head-on view to symbolize a, a generic vehicle or with a side view like um, the symbol that is already used. Um, it is important to note that this uh, starting type flash um, can also be confusing in some instances. For example, if um, people associated with um, electric shock or um, danger in some instances, that this, this is why these um, symbols need to be tested to see how well they are understood. However, um, if you use a charging type flash, we don't have the issue with the cable, which means um, if in the future vehicles are charged wirelessly without plugging in the vehicle into a charging station, then the left-hand side symbol might be more suitable than a, stable, uh, a symbol with a plug in the power cord. Um, another consideration is that um, <clears throat> the symbols should be fitting on uh, road signs um, uh, properly or the best way possible, which means it's probably not um, as good to have the power cord below the vehicle or to have a very tall symbol here, like on the right-hand side, but more on a symbol which is rather flat or smaller, um, like the second to right one um, would probably be a bit uh, more useful to put on signage. And also the vehicle symbol here, which is um, derived from the Australian, um, current Australian vehicle symbol is more consistent with uh, existing signage rather than the new new style vehicle on the right-hand side, far right-hand side here. Um, this um, speaks for the second to right one proposed by the um, Standards Committee. Um, yeah, these are just a few considerations of these signs um, and the reason why we proposed them. 
And the second category, which is the electric vehicle being charged symbol, um, essentially we wouldn't probably propose a different or separate symbol to the category one. It would most likely be um, a use of the category one symbol plus some additional explanatory text saying that an electric vehicle is allowed to park at a certain location while being charged only and not in general. However, um, in some instances, it might be useful to have a separate symbol um, as shown on this uh, slide here, um, which is essentially connecting an electric vehicle to a power to a charging station via a cable. As I presented earlier from the example from Sweden, that has a similar uh, sign. This is uh, if you want to avoid text on a sign um, to increase understanding, for example, from non-English uh, speaking backgrounds or for tourists um, who might may understand a non-text-based non sign better than uh, a sign with uh, additional text below it. So these um, can also be taken into consideration. Of course, the, the charging station symbol here is very generic. I get to that uh, on the next slide. Um, what charging, uh, what charging uh, station symbol we would propose. For the charging station symbols for electric-powered vehicles, um, we have different. We have come up with different options here. Just show a range of um, the ones which are possible. Um, they all feature a cabinet similar to a petrol bowser and a cable and plug replacing the fuel hose and nozzle. Um, it's important to note that we put the fuel, um, the uh, cable and plug on the right-hand side of the cabinet and for all of these symbols. Um, in order to increase the difference to a petrol bowser symbol, which has uh, the hose and nozzle on the left-hand side of um, the symbol. So if you see the sign from a distance, um, then it's easier to distinguish between the two symbols if you can't see um, the small details on it. Um, then we have different options in terms of what is written on these signs. The letters EV are fairly um, well understood internationally in Australia, of course. So this is of course an option and then the charging flash is the other option. And um, the third one, the third point here is to make, um, we can consider having the white rectangle, which is symbolizing the display of a charging station. This may not be um, necessary or may not be relevant in some cases, not add much information to the reader. So um, we have an option here with the symbol as well, which um, obviously allows us to increase the letters EV and make them more visible um, and make the sign obviously more visible from more distinguishable from the distance. Um, in addition to the signs, we can also obviously add um, additional information, but this is um, like how fast the charging power is, how much power the uh, charging station delivers at a, at a certain point. But this is um, up to the um, people who set up the, the signs and um, this is not included in the symbol itself. Um, then going on to the two last categories, um, one of them is, or the first one is the hydrogen fuel support vehicle and the hydrogen refueling station. <coughs> um, on the left-hand side, you see some symbols that we have come up with for the electric, for the hydrogen fuel support vehicle. We have used either the H2 symbol, which is fairly common, um, as I mentioned initially, or the um, Pentagon symbol with a H in the middle, which is symbolizing hydrogen fuel support vehicles in Australia. Um, remember the yellow sign that I mentioned initially, the yellow symbol. 
these um, signs on the left-hand side here, the vehicle symbols are all new because we couldn't find any evidence of um, such signs being used internationally or in Australia and New Zealand. So these definitely need to be tested um, for understanding later on to see if people actually um, yeah, associate that with a hydrogen fuel cell powered vehicle or with something else. Um, it's important also to note that we have bisected the bottom um, uh, two symbols here in order to make the H2 symbol as big, enough, as, big as possible um, and as readable as possible. On the right hand side, we have the hydrogen fuel cell, uh, hydrogen uh, refueling station symbols. Um, these are essentially the same as a petrobuzzer symbol, so very uh, the same as the Australian, very similar to the New Zealand one. Um, with uh, the only difference is we have a chunky end, uh, big end at at um, the hose um, replacing the fuel nozzle. And again, on the station itself, we have the hydrogen pentagon symbol or the H2 symbol, um, either with a display or without a display. And um, Finally, for the last category, the lane access signs or access to lanes and roadways designated for electric and hydrogen fuel cell powered vehicles. Um, we don't propose any specific symbols for these um, signs, but we propose to use um, the symbols that we that I just showed before, whatever symbol is um, the best one following a simple testing. To, uh, propose to use these symbols on the signs um, as, as required. And is it, it is uh, important to make sure that um, it is understood by the road users um, which types of vehicles would be allowed to use certain lanes. Um, maybe placing an EV um, letters only on a on, on a sign may not be sufficient because electric vehicle can relate both to a hydrogen fuel cell powered vehicle and a battery electric vehicle, both essentially electric. So it needs to be made sure um, that user right users say which vehicle can use the lanes. Um, yeah, but um, as I mentioned before, re uh, considering the rapid uptake of electric vehicles, it's debatable um, how useful these signs are going forward. Um, it's just a side consideration that is not related to electric vehicle symbol um, development. Okay, um, this is basically it from, from my side from the presentation. I've got um, just the overview of symbols here. On the left-hand side, the uh, electric vehicle symbols and electric vehicle charging stations and on the right hand side the fuels uh, the hydrogen fuel cell vehicle and um, fuel uh, hydrogen charging station uh, fuel cell refueling stations these are basically the symbols that we propose um, for testing that we actually already have tested um, the test results are out and um, will be published once uh, the uh, um, once um, it is across roads and um, published on the website as well. So um, I suggest you have a look at them in the next uh, couple of months when this is happening. Um, yeah, thank you very much for your attention. And I think I hand back to um, Ekaterina or Paul to um, finish the presentation for today. And then um, I'm happy to answer any questions um, after that. Robert, I have one question here that's just come through, if you're still, if you can hear, okay? Yes, uh, sure. In regard to the uh, slide 28, that the bolt already is used 
heavily to one of electrocution or lightning. Uh, of course, that's not the intention here. Um, so slide 29 is why do we need the sign? Sorry, I'll just leave that first one to you, to you first, which is in regards to its association with electrocution or otherwise, was that a factor that was taken into account when considering it as a symbol or maybe a bit of its origin? origin? Yeah, so, so um, this electric type charging flash, as I mentioned, or as I showed at the very beginning of this um, slide, um, the charging flash is not uncommon. It's already used in China, for example, on charging station symbols. Um, but it is obvious that um, this kind of symbol can also be confused with um, electric shock or with danger in, in some instances, which is um, why I recommended the testing. And um, as you can see on this particular slide here, um, the box uh, with the charging flash on it is a generic representation of a um, charging station. It's not what we eventually propose to be tested. What we propose to be tested is what I presented later on in terms of um, the charging station symbol. Uh, if I remember, Robert, as well, one of the focuses here was about finding symbolic symbols rather than characters to avoid any yeah, uh, issues definitely. with English speaking yeah. uh, limitations <laughs> as well. So that I think was one of the challenges for you, was it not? Exactly, yeah. Yeah, that's another consideration why we put actually the symbol on it rather than letters or text. Um, but as we were going through the uh, literature and also as I call it consultation, it seems to be that EV is already fairly used um, or fairly well understood and then nationally it's also used in New Zealand already on the charting station, which suggests um, that this would probably be a suitable symbol as well um, to avoid a lot of text as the letters, two letters EV would probably be sufficient. <clears throat> but yes, otherwise uh, avoiding text, it's another reason why you would place a symbol like that on a charting station. There's a, just a further comment from uh, Gabriel Joseph, which relates to the slide that's up at the moment, um, mm -hmm. as to why do we need a sign? Can't we substitute by simple green light while charging and red when completed? Um, that, that's as presented there. I don't yeah. really even see that question. Robert. Yeah, well, I, I think they're referring to the um, person who asked this question is referring to a light on the charging station itself, saying when it's completed or when it's a certain um, level of uh, level of charge, the battery has a certain level of charge, reach a certain level of charge. Um, it's certainly useful. Um, I, I'm not sure how to comment on that. The, the, this project was about developing suitable symbols for use on these stations and if they are how they are used later on and how this um, parking is enforced, it's up to the individual jurisdictions or councils who set up yeah. these signs. Um, it was related to static signs rather than any form of dynamic aspects to signs which people may use based on these symbols. Mm. That was the way I look at it. Look, as a follow-up, Megan Taylor has asked the question, can the signs be softened somewhat, less acute angles, less alarming symbols? They are aggressive is the comment. Um, would you like to make a comment on that or, or just give a feedback? Um, yeah, maybe need more details in what terms they are aggressive. Um, I'm happy to, to change any, to make any changes to these signs or to take any recommendations into account. Um, 
but yeah, I don't know in what terms they are aggressive or uh, not good. It may have to do with sharp angles, et cetera, that are associated with yeah. the images themselves. But again, look, yeah, yeah. I think uh, we'd, we'd be glad to get that feedback, uh, you know, more specific details of any in input people mm -hmm. would like to put. Um, because again, the more, the more uh, feedback they've got, it may also be something that are noticed by other, you know, people doing reviews, et cetera. So uh, again, we, we uh, invite maybe a further clarification of that that question. Um, it, it says, uh, uh, Tim Reed has asked, any difference between AC and DC chargers? Um, probably not in terms of the symbol itself, but in terms of when uh, adding text to it. So I showed a, a few examples where in the US, for example, they have um, additional signage below the actual signage with the symbol on it. The charging station symbol indicating whether it's a level one charging or level two charging or direct current charging. Um, so that can probably be added to a sign or to a symbol with um, additional text, AC or DC, uh, uh, alternate current or direct current. Um, we haven't put it on a sign itself, on a symbol itself, um, because we wanted the symbol to be generic for a charging station. But um, depending on the circumstance, we can also probably um, consider to put this on a symbol, um, charging station symbol itself. But probably it would be an additional signage, an additional piece of information added to a sign with a symbol on it. Yeah, just a couple of follow-up comments. Uh, Megan has clarified that it relates to the sharp, sharp angles in the graphics uh, as far as her comments were concerned about the aggression side of things. So um, okay. the other one uh, oh. followed up by Lynn, uh, Lyndall Johnson was uh, where colors tested as far as the uh, possibilities were concerned for signage. Uh, can you repeat that? What was tested? Yeah, one of the questions were, were colors tested in terms of oh, alternative colors. colors to just a pure black and white, no. for want of a better word? We yeah. have only a black symbol, or black and white symbol, yeah. One one color, as normally on a, on a, on a road sign, we have only one color for a symbol. Um, it can be either white or black, depending on the background of the symbol. But there's not multiple colors involved. Uh, Jana Pickering has, has just asked, are you still undecided on whether to use one symbol for CAT1 and CAT2, uh, is it still a question where you have multiple, this is my interpretation, um, multiple suggestions for the symbol rather than hitting on a specific form of symbol? Multiple suggestions? I mean, we presented Sorry, multiple I just, options here. I just put the question back to you again. Are you still undecided on whether to use one symbol for CAT1 and for, for CAT2 is the ah, question. Okay. Oh, well, undecided. Um, well, we propose that we use um, one symbol only, which is uh, the general feedback from the stakeholders and also what we probably see mostly internationally, um, which means um, the category two symbol would be using a category one electric vehicle symbol plus additional text. Uh, although um, we propose to use as little text as possible to make um, understanding accessible for um, people of uh, non-English speaking backgrounds, for example. Um, but the consensus is from feedback from the stakeholders and from the literary review, international review, that um, there's probably not a different sign for the second category. It's just the electric vehicle sign plus text explaining um, 
when a car can be parked there while being charged. So these are just options that um, we came up with during our research, but um, I consider it unlikely that these um, options, options would be adopted. Um, Tim Reed comments that uh, chargers will need a clear indication if they are charging or not charging if the parking bay has parking restrictions linked to it. EVs only when charging, if not clear for to parking enforcement office, offices, these rules will, will not be enforceable. I think that starts to go to the range of adaptions of these signs that will need to be considered. How, how it is enforced, yeah. It needs to be clear that the electric vehicle yeah, is still being charged. I mean, if the parking officer comes along and looks at the charging station, that should be visible if this, if this car is still charging or has um, completed its charging time or how long it has been staying there um, already for an hour or two or longer than allowed. Yeah. Um, let me see. There's a... Uh... Cop that one. Yeah, can you see the the outstanding uh, questions there, Robert? Um, I cannot see any questions. Okay, um, sorry, I, I wasn't quite to sure. Actually, see them. There are a number still left. Uh, the question has been asked: Have you why why was blue not considered as a a, a symbol for it, or was there a was there a focus constantly on a sort of a black and white representation for all signage? Well, the black and white presentation, uh, representation is what we showed here for the symbols. Um, as I said, I think eventually when these symbols are used on signs, um, it depends on the background color of the sign, what um, color the symbol will have. And it also depends whether it's used on a sign or on a pavement marking. Um, for example, the New Zealand pavement markings, they're yellow. Um, so definitely different color, but um, I think, uh, I need to mention in general here, this this um, project was about proposing different symbols and not proposing really how these symbols are used on signs. Of course, this has been taken into consideration, but there's so, different, uh, so many different options and especially up to the different uh, councils and uh, state authorities um, to use these symbols on their signs and make sense of them, basically. It does, it is for a, it is for the fundamental symbols, I think, was the focus here. That I, yeah, I, it, would it be envisaged that there would be adaptations of the symbols, the base symbols for council-related requirements, I would assume, going forward as well. But it's to get in, those in terms base of symbols color, yes, together. Probably in terms of shape, not so much. We, once we've decided on a certain form or shape of the symbol, that, that will be the symbol. But in terms of color, it depends certainly on how that is used on signs. Um, so there's uh, just one other here. Did you test electric bolt symbols far left in place of the EV in the third image on the CAT3 slide? If the argument is that a symbol is better than text, also if EV, uh, sorry, it's a long, it's a long, it's slightly long. Uh, also, if the EV plug is on the right uh, to visually separate from petrol pump, there was a, uh, I think there was a bit of a discussion about it's the position of the actual EV plug relative to that mm -hmm. as you did your development, if I'm not mistaken. Whether it was to um, the right the, or the left of the tank. Yeah, the, the position of the plug, we positioned it to the right in order to make the distinction to the petrol, um, petrol bars symbol. 
which has the house on the left of the symbol. So it is so clearly putting the flag on the left hand side as well would um, decrease the difference between the two symbols and make them more similar, which is probably not intended. That's why we propose to have it on the right. Well, that actually covers most of the actual questions, Robert. Um, mm -hmm. Unless some start. Wait a minute, sorry, I might be missing out on a lot. Uh, yes. Uh... Yeah, I think the principle here is we have proposed the list of symbols that are tested already, and how to utilize that. I think the design of signage need to follow the standards as well, and to be consistent with the current signage that are already in use for jurisdictions and councils. It's very consistent with what we have uh, received from the industry or uh, from the stakeholder consultation. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> yeah, there is a comment here from Lyndall Johnson. Black and white is usually regulatory. Parking signs may be a mixture of colors, red, green, black, and blue, depending on what they are regulating. So I think that was just yeah. a clarification in terms of, but it, I don't think there's any particular contradiction there. It's more about using the symbols within those color schemes that are usually used exactly, for different yeah, I think so. regulation yeah. or otherwise. Mm. Um, also, uh, I noticed that the, sorry, this is from uh, Greer uh, Banyer. Um, I noticed that the H in the Pentagon, which appears on number plates to identify H2 vehicles is also appearing on the charge example symbols. Sorry, was the EV in the triangle likely like a, was the EV in a triangle like on a number plate considered for the EV charging symbols? No, for the EV charging symbols. Um, we haven't considered this for the EV charging symbols. Um, following uh, yeah, international reviews and the New Zealand uh, approach to pl place the EV letters like this on a charging station. Um, in general, we could have done that. But the only reason I think why we um, chose the uh, the pentagon symbol with the H in the middle for um, for the hydrogen, hydrogen uh, refueling station symbols and the hydrogen vehicle symbols. The reason for that is that just placing an H on it would be um, not too much of a distinction. H doesn't mean much um, unless it's put in a pentagon. Um, whereas EV also symbolizes some um, like electric vehicle without being placed uh, in a triangle. Um, yeah, and regarding the, the hydrogen symbols, of course, it's it's difficult to come up with something because there's not much evidence of what has already been used out there. And um, uh, yeah, there's not too many examples to follow. Um, the question has come up here uh, from uh, Adele Craven. Uh, how long will is it likely to take for the images signage to be implemented across Australia? I don't think that's a question you'll be able to answer Robert but uh... probably not now well they, they need to be uh, tested as I said uh, during the presentation then they need to be adopted in the standards and in the fair and road rules and then obviously um, adopted in the signage manual for different states before they then get adopted or should be adopted on the right signs. Um, yeah it's likely to be more and more urgency to set on um, national you know standards as far as this is concerned and that the very purpose for the the project in the first place. At least there's some guidelines, some research on which the individual jurisdictions can depend upon. Um, as far as the uh, testing report is concerned, that is 
uh, as you mentioned earlier on, um, a lot of that work has already been done and we're just waiting for a, a report addendum as far as that's concerned and that will become available pretty soon as well. Exactly, yeah. Uh, there is a question on is there any idea of when the research will be published? Um, I think I'll leave, uh, I'll leave I, I won't answer that question, but uh, uh, you will probably get an indication before the end of the uh, webinar itself in terms of timeframes. Uh, Jan Pickering has asked, will, there, will the final symbols be incorporated in any formal standards documentation? Um, could you comment on that, Robert? Yeah, well, after, after the test result out and after we found a suitable symbol, um, that is uh, widely understood. They can be adopted in the standards and then they obviously are in the standards and can then be used uh, further in the road rules and on signs. So the, the ultimate aim, of course, is to put, to place these symbols in the standards. Um, but as they're presented here now, it's not clear which one that will be or if it will be any of these. Well, it really boils down to this, this presents uh, symbols on which uh, the standards can be based. Um, exactly. So it's it's the whole purpose of the report is to leave something constructive to discuss, and ultimately it'll be for all of the different jurisdictions to agree in those standards. Um, and you know, at that point, they will be published. I assume. Exactly. Yeah. So I, this I this research about... was basically um, yeah to. To do a broad research on what signs are out there, what symbols are out there, and what is most useful to be adopted in Australia and New Zealand. To create a basis yeah. Yeah, for further work, basically, to bring these uh, signs, then eventually bring them on, on the road signs. Yeah, look, that seems to be the end of the questions at this particular point in time. I'd like to highlight that for all of the questions, there will be a formal answer for them developed and that they will be published along with the webinar itself in the very near future. Yep, thank you. Thank you very much, everybody. Thanks uh, so much, Paul, for moderating the Q&A. Thanks, Robert and Clarissa, uh, for your insightful answers. Um, we only have a couple of slides before uh, we can everybody, before everybody can go. Um, two more webinars on our schedule coming up. Uh, if you haven't already, uh, please visit our website and register. Uh, and as usual, once we close out today's session, a questionnaire will pop up on your screen. So please take a couple of minutes to send us your feedback. Um, it really helps us to know what you liked or didn't like about this session and uh, what suggestions you have for future webinars. Once again, uh, today's session is being recorded and we will let you know when uh, the link to the recording is published on our website. Thanks again, everyone. Stay well and safe um, and enjoy the rest of your day. We'll see you next time.